The NBA trade market has taken a pulse after Kevin Durant has requested the Brooklyn Nets to trade him. But the deeper reason was the shocking deal via which the Minnesota Timberwolves acquired Rudy Gobert with the Utah Jazz. That trade basically gave every team a reason to ask for more when they're negotiating business. Welcome back to CGTN Sports Talk. I am Li Xiang, and I'm glad to be joined by my colleague Matthew here. Hey, hey. hey. So, when do you think the trade market is gonna be energetic again? Is is gonna come back from to life again? Uh, you know, man, I don't know. Like it, it. The thing with the, about the trade market is that normally it starts when one chip falls,、mm-hmm. right? And then from there you proceed to see, okay, well. That chip fell. We can't get that player. Who else can we get? Exactly. Okay, we can't get that guy. Who else can we get? We can't get him. All right.、Um, let's do a three-team deal to get this other guy.、Mm-hmm. Or you say,、okay. you know what? There's no one that we want.、Um, we can't do anything hold big. Hold on to the guys、yeah. we have. Let's just hold on to what we have, and we'll set ourselves up for next year or two years, and we can make a run at a big-name player、exactly. that we're really、like、trying to get. Exactly. Like the Miami Heat used to do. Exactly. Yeah. <coughs> Now the biggest chip, which was the Gobert trade, fell and basically turned the table over. But see, the problem with that is that they pay too much for the chip. Exactly. Right. Like、mm-hmm. they're paying, they're paying, you know, Lamborghini prices for not a Toyota Corolla, but I mean, you know, an E Class. I think it. Right. Something like that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's like a really good pick truck. Yeah. But, like it's, yeah. It's it's a nice car, but. You overpaid for the car, and now since you paid that much for that car, the value of every other car goes、mm-hmm. up. Yeah, like, hey, this is a Lamborghini. You think I'm gonna ask for less than that? Yes, and I have to pay Bugatti prices. Yeah, you have to pay Bugatti prices for the Lamborghini. That's and most people can't afford Bugattis or Lamborghini <laughs> or Lamborghinis.、Yeah. But but <laughs> way way fewer people can afford a Bugatti compared to a Lamborghini. So、mm-hmm. that trade was a domino, but it was. It just messed up the entire market, man, because the prices are just way too high now. Exactly, four first-round picks and one future swap. The deals like these happened before. Some of them ended well for the teams that made the great sacrifices, like Drew Holiday.、Mm-hmm. He cost the Milwaukee Bucks basically four first-round picks, including swaps, and then the Bucks won the championship with him. The Lakers. Paid the same, if not more, for Anthony Davis with the New Orleans Pelicans. They ended up winning the championship, but the following seasons were kind of weird. The Houston Rockets, on the other hand, paid a lot, if not more, for Russell Westbrook and had a let's just say very disappointing season. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. These trades, among other trades, ended so differently. Like why? Like you, you have any theory? It depends on how much you're giving up. Basically, See, they bet, let's just say, all all, all of、everything. their future. Yeah. Well, there was a reason why the rule was put in place, the Stepien rule.、Mm-hmm. Um, you can only trade a first round pick every other season. Not,、yeah. you can't do back to back seasons. No, but you can swap. So the reason why they did that, let's just go back in time,、mm. way back. You mean the Brooklyn Nets trade? Back to the eighties. Oh, eight eighties, cool.、Yeah. I like history. So it was the year nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty. Ted Stepien. Okay. Owns the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. And he ruins the franchise. Well, that's what I'm. So, <laughs> so、uh, basically, this is what happened. The guy had the right idea. You want to win now, 
Mm-hmm. All right. Which everybody wants to win now. Yeah. Right. But the way he went about it wasn't the best way. No. He basically traded away what was it, five first round picks, I believe. Uh, so 1983. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't 1983. I take that back. 1982 traded a first round pick. And then it was like four first round picks the following year over the, the, the following excuse me, over the following year. So he traded five five first round picks, one for nineteen eighty two, nineteen eighty three, nineteen eighty four, nineteen eighty five, nineteen eighty six. Yeah. All right. So basically the team is set up not to get in, you know, bring in any top players. It would be a spectator at the for draft. that amount of time. Mm-hmm. And clearly the management was horrible. Well, the I scouting would, yeah. the scouting That's was horrible. Way. Yeah. So for this is just gives you an idea of how bad this was. Uh, Stepien traded the Cavs' 1982 first round pick for Lakers forward Don Ford. You ever heard of him? No. Okay. Never. You ever heard of James Worthy? Oh yeah. Okay. The pick that they traded away became James Worthy. Mm-hmm. The one who helped them win. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's a franchise. Yeah. You know, changing pick right there. Mm-hmm. So after he, um, well, basically he was ruining the team, and so. It's like to the point where they might just have to get rid of the team altogether. They might have to fold. Mm. So after he was kind of pushed out, sold the team in 1983, they put in the Stepien rule saying that you can't trade away your first-round pick for back-to-back years. years. Oh. Because well, what happened is if you keep trading all those picks away, the next owner that comes in, uh, they don't really have a chance because mm. their picks are gone for the foreseeable future. Yeah, The fans aren't getting in any new players because you're bringing in these – guys who just aren't fitting the bill, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, it was just bad. So they put that in to basically save the owners from themselves of having the right idea. I want to win now, but not necessarily the best execution of trading away essentially the franchise True. to do that. So now we have what we have now with the swaps, mm-hmm. which is kind of a way to get around yeah. the stepping rule. So instead of just trading away the pick, you can trade your swaps. It's like but, a shortcut. <laughs> yes. It's 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 a workaround, but the, as we're saying with the Gobert situation, it's you know if you're going to do stuff like this, <laughs> there will always be people following your ways, and the art the original ban on the trading consecutive years draft picks will be meaningless. Exactly, you always have to have a way to avoid it. There's always a workaround. Yeah. So as far as the swaps go, I mean, when combined with the Stepien rule. Right, unless mm-hmm. they get rid of that, which I don't think they will. They will. They won't. Because okay. I think the league is always working in the interest of the owners, and exactly. in this case, and in this case, I would say to keep the owners, the Happy. owners from themselves, mm-hmm. in the sense that, you know, if the owner says, you know, what, we need to win in the next two years, oh. let's just trade away these the next twenty first round. Not anyone would do that, but we'll trade away the next twenty first round picks. So we can get in, I don't know, LeBron James, something Maybe, like that. You know? Like, that's great. He plays there three years. But mm-hmm. now for the next 17 years, you can't draft him in the first round. No. That's not good for the fan base yeah. because inevitably that guy's going to get older, which is going to get injured, mm-hmm. and now you don't have any up-and-coming players to come in to carry the torch. Yeah. So, you know. People have argued that they should get rid of it, but I, I just don't see how you do it. Yeah, that's true. I don't see it either. Because after the uh, very infamous Brooklyn Nets and Boston Celtics trade in 2013, 
where yeah. the Nets got their uh, tragic five of uh, Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett, mm-hmm. and, among others. They gave so many to the Celtics. Two of them turned out to be Jalen T- uh, Brown and Jason Tatum. Yeah. And the other became a key asset for the, in the package for Kyrie Irving. After that, I thought teams would take so good care of their draft pick. So it's like, I, I, I can give you my best players. That's actually what you, it used to be because yeah. the Lakers traded their uh, flat divots, an all-star center for Kobe Bryant. And when they sent oh, Shaq away. It still hurts. Yeah. Like being from the Charlotte area, yeah, like we could have had Kobe. I understand. Instead, yeah. we got Flotty. Mm, <laughs> an all-star center. Yeah. When the Clippers sent Chris Paul away to the Houston Rockets, it cost them seven players, but it's always about the players. When you were negotiating with a team's manager or a CEO or president, if you ever ask for a first round, I think the first thing they remember is the face of Danny Ainge. They would say, no, <laughs> just no. No. But after, I don't know, when the maybe Anthony Davis trade works, when the Drew Holly trade worked, Teams seem to care, couldn't care less about drafting picks. They just want, okay, I want this player. I want exactly. the stars. Who is there to assure me that I will draft the next Anthony Davis with, yeah. what, even the number one pick? So that changed, and it's heading to a direction I don't think anyone ever I mean, saw it. The picks are just used as another form of currency. Yeah. Really. I mean, like. You know, it used to be what, the hard currency. What is, you know, a dollar bill really worth? I mean, it's just. Worth it's what we mark. assign. It's yeah. what we we assign value to it. You know? True, it's not really good for anything, yeah. except for the fact that we said it's worth something. Mm-hmm. These picks, yeah, they're great. They but, are. you know, it was like, what, do I really need these? Yeah, and compared with what I can get immediately, yeah, and I, I can get for this pick, I can get this. Okay, well, this pick is worth this much now. And then you have to look at protected and unprotected picks, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're swapping picks and these picks are top four, yeah, top eight protected, protect, but you know, but you don't know if you're going to actually get to pick in the top, yeah. you could, depending on how the team mm-hmm. performs. You could who pick LeBron James, you. or you could pick um, what is the guy Kwame Brown. Yeah, yeah. but it's, that's the thing. If you look at the NBA, it's not like the NFL where okay, yeah, first round, second round, third round, seven first, rounds. You know, you keep going and going and going and going. You'll always find something. Chances are. Toward the latter rounds, sixth round, seventh round, the chances of finding the next star, they're much slimmer than mm-hmm. in the first and second round, of yeah. course, right? But there's a chance. But there's a chance. In the NBA, I mean, you're talking about once you get past, like, the top 10, Yeah, 12, not even 30, the top 14. Just yeah, the top 10, like yeah. maybe the top 10, 10 to 12 picks. When you're in the latter 20s. You're probably just looking for a role player. Exactly. At best, mm-hmm. if they don't, you know, fall off in during their rookie contract. Yeah. yeah. So when when you're swapping, I think it's unpro- it's protected, right? Are the yeah. ones that yeah. So when you're swapping those, and you know the team finishes, you know, poorly enough that they can pick in the top. You know, it's great. Mm-hmm. If they end up having a great season, and now that pick that you swap for ends at number twenty eight, like, what do you mean to do with this? <laughs> yeah. This is worthless. So. That's okay. So that's why I think it's kind of okay to leave that system in place because there is a way that it's not a guarantee that just because you swap the pick, you're going to mm-hmm. get a pick in the top ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still a risk there. True. Which I think will give some teams pause. If it were a guarantee, okay, if I swap for these picks, 
I'm going to get to pick number nine. It's a different it's a different game. Mm. But it makes you think twice when you think, okay, if I swap this pick and they have a great season, the pick that they gave to me is now going to be worthless. Yeah. Okay. I, True. But what you just said earlier just reminded maybe the league doesn't want to ban this in the first place. Yeah. Because first it represents the interests of the team owners. And let's say you move – Two or three superstars to one team, you know, make a big three or big four. That will still sell tickets. Yeah, it will sell tickets for even for even their opponents when they visit the home stadium. When the, they visit the, the way the away stadiums, which is only like what twice a season. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But that will create uh, revenues, and、um, I don't have the numbers, but I'm really wondering how much are OKC making less? How much less are OKC making after? Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, or Chris Paul left because、oh. it is a small market. Look at、system. Cleveland when LeBron James left. True, dried up. Yeah, but what about three years after that? Yeah, I remember that OKC when they had KD, they had Russell there. Their avenue for tickets for the whole season was not even a hundred million bill, a hundred million dollars. I mean, could it be worse than that? If it were worse than that, it would have been broken now. But、yeah. they're not. So.、Yeah. I would maybe there is not much big difference, and they have so many high round picks. If they can draft another promising young man like you know Josh Giddy, maybe that will turn things around quickly. Yeah,、maybe、I mean that's why these rules do create some parity, though at least the chance for parity.、Mm-hmm. Because if they didn't have rules like this, I mean that's why you have a salary cap, right? Because otherwise, the big markets would just buy up everything, and、that's、no、true. one will be able to compete、yeah. ever. All the players would go there. They'd have more money. You'd have small market teams that just wouldn't be able to get, bring anyone in because they just can't afford to do it,、mm-hmm. right? So you have to have rules in place like salary caps,、um, luxury band, tax, yeah, luxury tax.、Uh, which, if you're the Warriors, you know you don't care anyway.、You、well, the, now pay, they do. Pay, pay, pay. Yeah, bye, bye, bye. Once grow, growing big enough, yeah. They do. So you have you have that. You have the、um, the Stepien rule.、Um, And then the thing we're talking about with the with the、yeah. uh, the swaps, so you kind of have to have those in place because at the end of the day, if you're running the league and you have teams that are just terrible, right?、Uh, the, yeah, you, you know, it, like Sacramento. I mean, there are terrible teams. Don't get me wrong,、mm-hmm. but if there are teams that just have no hope whatsoever、mm-hmm. and there's no opportunity, there's you know, there's no ladder for them to be able to work themselves. Up to a better position, they would position. just grow even worse. Yeah, they'll and, never you know, ever see the light of day. Maybe finally drag the whole league down. Exactly,、yeah. and that's not good for league revenue. Maybe that's why they want to at least keep a the the least hope for teams、yeah. to keep a chance、yeah. to grow better. I mean, better. it's it's great to have big shiny teams like the Lakers and the Nets and stuff like that with stars because that brings in money too. But you can't let the guys in the back fall too far behind. Yeah. Because then it's just not interesting anymore. No, no one will pay to see them. <laughs> no, no, no. You need to have these. I think you need to have the rules in place, just to allow some chance at parity in the league.、Mm. But now that teams are not so cherishable of their draft picks, are we talking about the era? Are we back in the era of assembling big three or even big four to compete for a title? Yeah, but I mean, going back to the stepping. Thing the stepping、mm-hmm. rule. I mean, you do have rules in place about trading so many years out. Yeah, right. Was it seven? 
I think it's seven, yeah. Seven years out. Mm-hmm. So you can't trade, you know, you can't sit here in 2022. And say, and, <laughs> I'm trading you the 2031 Yeah, I'm going to trade you my 2050 first-round pick. Like, you can't do that. Maybe right? it, it would be a different owner. That's another thing put in place to save people kind of from themselves, mm-hmm. from just mortgaging everything on one or two big-name players. A second mortgage crisis exactly. in, the, in the NBA. Wow. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. why those things are in place. I mean, I think that's why they need to – they need to have those things in place. Obviously, there are going to be ways around it. Like like I said, the luxury tax. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, people can say teams buy championships all the time by bringing in players. Every but, team is actually but, doing it. Yeah, but another way to buy – okay, people are going to hate me for this. But another way to buy a championship is to just be like, oh, luxury tax, big deal. We're just going to buy, buy, buy. Yeah, well, the truth hurts. The Warriors' mm-hmm. luxury tax is more than some teams – Entire salary. oh exactly oh yeah it's uh, in total it's already <laughs> three hundred and sixty two last yeah. year's salary and tax included their luxury tax is more than what some teams pay all of their players like the Hornets yes so you know they put the rule in place about the luxury tax and the whole point of that was okay we're going to put this rule here you can pay people however much you want but there will be consequences within, within the rules yeah. but you got to pay out of your pocket for this. Mm-hmm. And some teams are, <clears throat> some teams say, you know what, we can't afford to pay it. We can't bring this guy in. We'll just leave by the rules. Other owners who are much richer, they say, you know, I don't care. I'm just going to keep doing it. Mm. So the workaround for the stepping rule was, okay, we're going to do the swaps. But so there's always a workaround. But you can't just ban everything. Yeah, you can't. But I think you always need to keep those rules in place in some capacity. True. Yeah. So what is your final take on... Well, you have convinced me that there's... No, okay, when you walked in today, yeah. what was your outlook? I really think they shouldn't allow teams to just continue to draft, you know, to always go around it. Sure, you can trade yeah. swap, but yeah. there should be stricter rules. Yeah. There should be maybe a shorter limit of seven years. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you can do whatever you want within five years. Other than that, no. But now you yeah. have convinced me. I dropped the idea. Apparently, uh, it won't work. And if they do, they will maybe find a new way around it. Yeah. And then, then, you know what? In a couple years, they'll add some kind of new rule to stop that from happening. I don't know. Maybe Maybe you can only be, and I don't know if this rule's in place right now. I don't think it is. Maybe you can only be a certain amount over the luxury tax. Could be. Uh, Maybe, because people are saying it, there should be a hard cap. Yeah, a hard cap. They want a hard cap, um, and maybe can only be over the luxury tax by this much in consecutive years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. You know, okay, so you can be, you're going to be over three hundred fifty million dollars, whatever, but you can't do that four years in a row. Mm. Calm down. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what it is. Uh, I think the Warriors <laughs> are going to calm down. Like, yeah. it, you know, there might be unless they're gonna, if they're not going to have a hard cap, they're going to do something because you're going to have a situation where. You know, you have these super rich owners like the Clippers owner. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, my Mi- God. Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he is. He can buy the league. Yeah. I mean, he is loaded. You got guys like that. You know, if they wanted to, they could bring in mm-hmm. tons of stars. Oh, definitely. 300, 400, 500 million over the luxury tax if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And they could win. Yeah. And so, and then what do you do with guys in OKC. other cities like OKC, like uh, Sacramento, like mm-hmm. we said before? Even markets like Milwaukee, I mean, yeah, they They're, won a championship, yeah. but I mean, that's that's a small market. That is team. So they, they're always going to be rules, and there will always be workarounds. I think they're just 
it's kind of ever evolving. Yeah, right? you know the rules it's just a kind developing of developing situation. Yeah, the, but that's like everything else, man. I mean, something happens and then we figure out rules to stop it. Okay, I think so much for today. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, we'll be hearing from you guys very soon next week. See ya. Peace.